Amen. God is awesome. Happy Mother's Day to all the ladies in the house. Amen. How about a round of applause for every mother that's here? We say to you, Happy Mother's Day. Amen. So we want to make sure that when the mothers leave today, that they are doing nothing but smiling, that they are uh, uh, in this service to be encouraged. And so we're hoping that all of the ministration today, everything that we're doing today is for you, Mama. So we pray that you leave today impacted, encouraged, strengthened in your faith. We have a, 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 a beautiful day, I, I'm sure, in store in every home and in every house. I, I'm hoping that there's not one lady that's going to be cooking any meal today, right? That she's not going to be in front of the sink today washing dishes or folding clothes out of the laundry. That there's a full day. How many got a full day for the mamas today? Hopefully everybody's got a full day. Y'all are going to go out and enjoy uh, maybe lunch somewhere. And mama's maybe going to get pampered somehow or another. So we just pray this day be a ministration to you. Welcome to everybody that's tuned in. I would say to every mother today, above all the things that you've heard, and there's been a lot of ministration today, I've come to give to you a word from God. And how important is that to get a word? How many know that, you know, I grew up in a day where people said, I, I need a word from God, right? How many know if you get a word from God, it'll change your life? It can change the trajectory of a situation, a problem, a strife. Getting a word from the Lord is one of the most important things you can ever do. And I thank God that he sent me this morning with the word for every mother in the house. Right as soon as we finish the message, we'll have a little token and appreciation of that message so that you'll have a reminder as you move through the week, and we'll give that to you here in just a minute. Every lady's going to leave today with a, with a flower in hand and a reminder of today's message. So let's do this. I'm going to ask everybody to stand, and if you got your Bibles, I want you to open your Bibles to Psalms 46. Psalms 46. And I want to read this psalm. This, there's 10 verses in Psalms 46, and I want to read this to you. And ladies, I pray that you just let this psalm today be of comfort to you. I've, I'm come, I've come to say to you, to all the ladies, that if you'll hear this message in faith, this is the answer, the prayer that you've been requesting before God. This is an answer to your prayer life. Amen. So if you'll take Psalms 46 as, a, as an expression of an answer to your prayer, you're going to find God move extraordinarily into your situation. If you're in Psalms 46, I want to take you all the way down. Of course, we're, gonna, we're going to give you a commemorative uh, uh, gift of verse 10 of this, of this particular chapter. Many of you, as we're reading through Psalms 46, will find familiar places that maybe in your life in Christ you've heard these verses before. But I want to read this to you. It begins like this. Check this out. Psalms 46. begins like this. God is our refuge and strength. And I want somebody to hear this. A very present help in trouble. I'm going to say this one more time. God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble. Notice verse 2. Therefore, we, pardon me, therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, 
Though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah. There is a river. I want you to hear that. There is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Notice verse 5. Ladies, I want you to hear this. God is in the midst of her. Oh, somebody needs to lay hold of that. She will not be moved. <laughs> God shall help her, and that right early. Tap your neighbor say, that means right away. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved, he uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Salah. Oh, man. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the, uh, unto the, end of the earth. He breaketh the bow, he cutteth the spirits in sunder. He burneth the chariot in fire. Verse 10. Be still. And know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Y'all ready? Okay. So I want all the ladies, just the mothers, pardon me, just the mothers. I want all the mothers to sit down. Everybody else remains in. If you're a mama, I want you to sit down. Because I'm going to pray, and I just want you to be still. Right? So mamas, are you seated? Okay. So, so you can see everybody, all the ladies that are sitting down, these are, these are mothers. And I want to pray a prayer for you. Will you all join me in prayer? Father, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your purpose in every woman that's seated in, this, in these chairs. For those that are, are watching by stream, for those that are tuned into this message, maybe throughout the week, we pray a special purpose in this message, a divine communication of God to every single mother that's listening. God sent me to tell you, it's time to be still. It's time to be still and know that God is with you. Be still and know that He is God. We bless every woman today with rest. We bless you with the faith to take your hands off the matter to trust God. We bless you with a word that will allow you by faith to be still. And I pray that for every single mother today that you find rest, that you find a place of strength in knowing that God is with you and He is going to help you. We pray blessing today over the house of the Lord, over everybody that's listening, or everybody that will be attentive to the word. We pray a blessing in the name of Jesus in the house of God. 
that will transcend just these few moments, but will move into that situation, into that struggle, into the, that, that there will be a new place, a place we call victory. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Listen, so before you, before you move, the ladies that are sitting, I want you to go find somebody sitting down. I just want you to tell them, be still and know that he is God. Go find the ladies that are sitting and just tell them, be still and know that he is God. Go find them, go find them, go find them. Go find somebody sitting down and tell them, be still. If you're standing, go find them. Come on. Go find them, go find them, go find them. Yeah, go find somebody sitting down and just say, be still and know that he is God. <laughs> be still and know that he is God. Be still and know that he is God. Yeah, 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 be still. Know that he is God. Be still and know that he is God. Ushers, if you don't mind, ushers, if you don't mind, uh, th there are a few seats in the sanctuary if we want to uh, get the people from the overflow. Uh, Richard, if you'll help me. Uh, we, we, we can make room for, for people to come into the sanctuary. Let's do that this time. If you're sitting there and you've got some room and you can, as they say back in the day, if you can shove a bun and make, a, make room for people to... Uh, find themselves in. Let's go ahead and, and welcome some of the people. I see we got people in the overflow. Let's see if we can't get people seated in the house of the Lord. That way they'll be comfortable and they'll have a good vantage point. So important that every mother and every family has a, a access to the sanctuary. Amen. There is an anointing in the house of the Lord. There is an anointing in the house of the Lord. Amen. While they're moving about and people are coming in, happy Mother's Day to my wife, First Lady, amen, love you, sweetheart, amen, and of course my mom's here, amen, and all those that uh, are in the house, there. every lady, happy Mother's Day, all the beautiful mothers of Harvest Point Church, we say happy Mother's Day to you, amen. Awesome, 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 happy Mother's Day. If you don't mind, you can go ahead and look at your watch, it's, it's 11.15. I won't go no more than 30 minutes. We've still got a little bit left in store after I minister, so I've got about 30 minutes to communicate some design to you. Amen. It looks like we've got everybody transitioning well. Amen. Blessings. I'm glad that you're in the house of the Lord in the sanctuary of the Most High. Amen. It is good to see the family of faith. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is good. It is important for me as, a, as the, the, the preacher of the house, the pastor of the house, to communicate to you something instructive of God. Now, ladies, I want you to hear this. Men, I want you to hear this. Your God is unique and that our God is supernatural. Will you say that out loud? Our God is supernatural. You say, preacher, why do you say God is supernatural? Because our God, listen, is a spirit. The Father is a spirit. I say that to you because if God is a spirit, 
you won't see them through your sensual nature. Let me repeat that. If God is a spirit, that means that you cannot see him with your natural eyes. You won't touch him with your natural fingers. You won't perceive him with your senses. We perceive him by spirit. This is important to you because the spirit was telling me in my prayer closet that some of you have been asking, where are you? <laughs> Any lady in here been asking? Where are you? Maybe you've got some situation, some dilemma, some trouble, some situation in your life, and you've been asking God, God, where are you in this situation? Are you? And the Spirit of God has sent me to tell you that you will not perceive Him with your senses. Could I get even more specific? God will only show himself in your trouble, catch this, by promise. I'm going to say that to somebody one more time. You will only perceive the Lord by faith as you trust in his promises. Ladies, you all right? You, you all right, ladies? Because I'm trying to help you to understand something unique about God. God only appears by promise. Now, 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 let me digress for a moment and say something about the promises of God. How many today know that the promise of God is that he was going to put his spirit on the inside of you? Yeah, I've got the spirit. Touch it every day. i got the spirit of God on the inside. Uh, this, is the, this is what Jesus, the Bible says, in the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. This Jesus said, that those that would believe on him would receive the Spirit of God. The Bible says, out of his belly would flow rivers of living water. Somebody say rivers of water. Uh, you'd never be thirsty again. This is the same response that Jesus had with the woman at the well. You remember her, who when Jesus came, he asked for a drink. She'd be surprised that a Jew would talk to Samaritan. says, how is it that you, being a Jew, talk to me a Samaritan? For the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. And Jesus said, if you knew who was talking to you, you would have asked me for a drink. And I would have given you a drink of living water. Somebody say living water. Why would you ask God, where is he? There's water moving in you. God has placed in you a well of water, living water, so that you would always, 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 always know that God is with you. Amen. Touch that lady and say, God's with you. He said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee so that you may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. Shout it out loud. God is our helper. God makes a promise to you. There are over 30,000 promises in the Bible. And you know why God makes a promise? Because he knew promises are only, let me digress. We never make a promise of what is already apparent. So in other words, I, I could never promise the first lady, baby, listen, I want to make you a promise. 
I promise you that I'll always be chubby. <laughs> I'll always be a little chubby. I mean, that's a nice promise to make. You always be a little chubby. Baby, I promise you that I'll always be dark. <laughs> Not dark in spirit, but you know, dark. I, I, I got dark skin. You know, I'm always going to be dark, baby. I can't make a promise of what she already sees. I promises are made. I make promises for something that may be in doubt. Promises are given because God knows there's going to come a moment of doubt in your life. And he wants to make a promise. What's the promise of God? I'm going to help you. What's the promise of God? I'm with you and I am going to help you. Let me say that one more time for somebody because I think you might have missed it. God said, I'm going to be with you and I'm going to help you. Yes. Ladies, hear what I'm saying to you. God is saying, I'm with you and I'm going to help you. Yes. And you've got to know that right now before you get into some situation. Yes. And it's been my observation that there's a lot of women in this church who are not in the disp disposition of faith because faith says I'm coming out. Faith says I'm going to get through Faith says it's promised only for a moment because joy comes in the morning because I know my God is with me. My God is with me and he's going to help me. Ladies, will you say that out loud? God is with me and he's going to help me. In fact, could I share with you, God has already helped you. You just haven't got to Tuesday yet. Oh, let me say that one more time. I'm prophesying to somebody here. You just haven't got over to Wednesday when the breakthrough happens and you want to lift your hands and say, God, you are awesome. You are awesome, God. My God is always there. I know I'm coming out. Because God's with me. I know he's going to help me because he's always helping. That's his promise to me. I'm going to help you. I'm going to be with you. And I'm going to help you. This is the story of, of Psalms 46. The first thing it says is, listen, God is with you. And he's going to help you when you're in trouble. He's going to help you. Ladies, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what you're thinking about. I don't know what your situation is. And I, in the spirit of God, he showed me that there's a lot of women crying, weeping. First, you've got to get into a disposition of faith. Ladies, I will say to you, I've got a verse for you. Ladies, what, can, can I give you a verse that the Spirit birthed in me? Now, most of us have heard this. Or anybody, been in, anybody that has been in Christendom has heard this verse before. This is Psalms 126. Go there, ladies. I'm going to read verse 5. Everybody has heard Psalms 126, verse 5. They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. I've heard that all my life. I heard that, you know, sorrow may last but for a moment, but joy comes in the morning. It's in that same venue. But I want to read to you a passage here out of Psalms 126.6. And this is the verse God sent me to give to you. This is the verse God sent me on this Mother's Day to give to you. So you see Psalms 126 verse 5. They that sow in tears, or he that soweth in tears, shall reap in joy. You, you, you know, I pray, I want to say this. I pray that some of you have been weeping. I pray that you've not become so callous that your eyes have become dry in the Lord. 
I, I pray there's something that you've been seeing in your life, in your family, with your kids, in your situation, that you've gone before God and there have been tears in your eyes. I pray that you've been crying in your prayer closet. I pray that somebody here, I hope there's at least a few ladies, the Spirit of the Lord showed me, there's been some women, they've been weeping over some situations that only a woman would weep about. Now, now I'm going to say something unique about women. Women cry for things men don't cry about. Come on, husband, touch and say, he, he, he right with that. I don't believe everything, but I believe that right there. Boy, you, you crying about things. I, I would never cry about what you're crying about. There are just some things to women that are precious. Uh, that men may not hold no value there, but women do. And I've come to talk to that precious thing that you've been weeping about. And I pray that there's some mothers in here, that man, you've been, you've been weeping over your children. I pray there's some women in here, they've been weeping over their families and over their husbands and over situations that only a woman would weep about. And I just happen to perceive that women sometimes can be a little bit more sensitive. Can I get an amen out there? Ladies can be a little more sensitive. And it's not just estrogen. There's some things. Uh, Brother Taylor, the ladies, they're just sensitive, you know? I, I don't mind it. That's what I love about, about my wife. She's sensitive to things that I'm not sensitive about. And, and I'm not equipped with those tools. Now, there's some things I'm sensitive about that she's not sensitive about, and together we make a whole. But, but I just perceived that there's some ladies in here. The Spirit sent me to here to tell you that he sees you weeping. Do you know that God keeps a record of your tears in heaven? And they're stored in vials. God knows who's crying, who isn't crying. And brother and sister, I pray for every man in here. I pray that there's some tears in your eyes. And if you don't have some, I pray the Holy Ghost gives you some. Because when you start evaluating your life and seeing what's important, what's unimportant, you'll start getting tears in your eyes. Do you know there were times in my ministry where I wept for weeks over this church, just weeping and weeping and weeping and weeping. And what it did is it cultivated in me a sensitivity that I didn't have before. Brother and sister, you need to weep. Brother and sister, you need to be weeping. Jesus said he didn't understand his generation. He said, we play a song and you dance when you should be crying. Then we play the song that you should be crying, then you start dancing. You know, we're in a generation that calls evil good and good evil. And brother and sister, hear me when I tell you, your tears are seen by God. Let, 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 let me, let me, I feel, like I, I feel like I'm touching some stuff here. When's the last time you've wept? No, I'm not talking about the kind of tears you can wipe away with one finger. I'm talking about weeping. When's the last time you've been moved in your prayer closet with God? And friend, if it's been a long time, you're losing a sensitivity to what's precious You know, we used to say back in my day, you don't know what you got until it's gone. You been weeping lately? I pray you don't turn to stone with your weep, weepless eyes. I pray that something's touching you here. 
What matters to you? What's, what's going on? And the Spirit of the Lord brought me here to speak to those weeping mothers. The kind of tears that you've been crying in your prayer closet, that, that you might have even said, God, where are you? And he sends me to tell you he's right there. He's right there in that weeping. You're still in, in, in Psalms 120. i got to be careful all the time. It's Psalms 126, right? I took you there. Verse 5, it says, He that soweth in tears right, shall reap in what? Joy. Shall reap in what? Joy. Listen, don't, don't, don't ever let the enemy discredit what you're crying about. Listen, I could tell you on a regular basis, I cry for my family. I could tell you on a regular basis, I'm crying for you. And it seems the more that I look through Facebook, the more I end up crying. I said, baby, don't even show me what people are posting, man, because I'll start weeping because, man, some people are lost. Baby, please don't show me no more. I can't take it. Don't ever let the enemy discredit those tears. And don't you ever let the enemy think that God doesn't care. Because he's in the tear. He's in the weeping. He's producing something in you. Now, 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 now watch. Because ladies, I want you to know. I want you to say. I want you to leave here today saying. Watch this. That you are a precious seed. You. Mother, you are a precious seed. I'm going to say it again, men. Mother, you are the precious seed that God wants to plant. You don't know how powerful you've become in your weeping that God said, I'm going to plant you to bear forth fruit like never before. I'm going to use you. I'm going to plant you. Notice, ladies, Psalms 126. And it says, and he that cometh, and what does it say? And weepeth, bearing what? A precious seed shall doubtless return again. What? Rejoicing. Bringing his sheaves with him. You, 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 you know, ladies, you are a precious seed that's already been germinated with tears. Anybody knows that if you get into agriculture, how many know agriculture is a science? Uh, you know, things don't just grow by themselves. That if you really want to cultivate something, you've got to cultivate it. You, first, you've got to have a good seed. Good seed. And God has sent me to tell you, mother, you are a good seed. You're a good seed. Because nobody's crying about what you're crying about. Nobody cares about what you care about. Nobody is thinking about what you think about because you are a mother. And there is a uniqueness in you. You are a good seed already cultivated with tears. You're a good seed. I'm going to teach you something. Jesus says this. Right? I remember after Jesus rose the last one, he going back in Jerusalem and said, Lord, don't go. Because if you go, they're going to kill you. What did Jesus say? Barely, barely I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall and die, it abideth alone. 
But if it die, it brings forth much fruit. What is she saying? We got to bury this seed. Let it be. No, 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 see, see, see. See, we got to bury you. We, 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 we've got, we've got, let, let, let me say it like this. We, we have to this morning plant you. You've got to be buried, listen to this, in faith. Look, look, I want to change the trajectory of your prayer closet. I want you to quit telling God to help. You know, we get into our prayer closets. Thank you, Sister Emma. We get into our prayer closets, and we're saying, Lord, help me, and, and Lord, this is what's going on, and, and, and Father, do you see this, and do you see that, and look what's happening here, and look what's happening there, and God said, I see it because I'm right there with you. God wants to change the way you pray. Now we can begin to pray. In Jesus' name, I command that thing in his mighty name to be moved, to be turned, to be changed, to be moved around in his mighty name because we plant ourselves in faith. Listen, you're coming out. You know why you're coming out? Because you're a good seed and you're planting yourself in faith. How many today can say, I'm coming out? I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what your problem is. I don't know what just hit you. I don't know what the banker said. I don't know what your attorney said. I don't know what the IRS letter said. But I know this. You are coming out because we are the seeds of God. Now, 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 now watch this. Now watch this. I want you to hear this. And I want you to hear this instructively. You will not see God in trouble. God appears by promise. You say, well, how is that true? Why, why, why can't I see him? Because I want to teach you a story. This is creation story. How many know that when God created everything that we see, he did it with seeds? That way God doesn't have to keep coming down and making you some oranges. How many, how many like oranges? You like oranges and mangoes and Lemons and limes, you know, mix. Why do we eat so much limes? I don't understand it. So all the Hispanic people and Mexican people, what are we doing with limes? It's on everything now. Everything is limes, 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 limes. But we haven't run out. Good thing. Good thing we haven't run out. Because, you know, in that lime, I don't know how many seeds, but there's enough that if you like, if you like limes, you can plant you a lime tree. See, God said, I'm not going to come down and create no more. I put the seed, the seed is there. You like tangerines, you like cucumbers, you, whatever you like, you got a seed. If you want babies, let me say it one more time. If you want a baby, somebody say, I want a baby. Speak it prophetically. Come on, somebody. Sister Susie said, I ain't gonna shout that out loud. I don't want no money. If you want grandbabies, uh, oh yes, oh yes, yes, man goes up. Uh, yesterday, my, my, my daughter was talking about she wanted to have some more kids. I says, hallelujah! Whole restaurant turns, what's going on with that? Got, got excited, right? You know, God said, watch it, he says, everything's going to produce because, watch this, I put the seed within it. I'm not going to create no more. I've already created the seed. 
If you like something, you can plant it again. You like watermelons? I love watermelons. You got a seed in a watermelon, unless you get one of them seedless ones. But that's been altered. I, I like the ones with seeds. I even eat the seeds when I eat. Well, I don't spit them out. I eat the seeds. So why don't you spit them out? That's a seed, baby. Taking it in. Taking it in. It's a seed, man. Come on. Ain't going to hurt me. It's going to help me. God said, I put seeds inside of it. Do you know that the destruction, the victory we have over Satan himself, God said it's the seed that's going to bruise its head. It's the seed. Somebody say it's the seed. But brother and sister, listen. If you don't perceive yourself as the seed of God, that God will plant in faith to produce fruit that can be seen, then you're not in the kingdom yet. God is not going to appear through your senses. He doesn't show himself to your natural eyes. He says, I will appear when you follow the pattern of heaven. Plant the seed. Now watch. Plant the seed. My job is to produce the increase. Let me say it again. My job is to produce the increase because it's God who gives the increase. Plant you. Plant you, the seed, in faith. God said, what I do is I'll water it. I'll water that seed. I'll do the work. You just be still. I'll produce the water that produces the increase in your life. You want to see something in your life. You want to see God once and for all. I think there's a lot of women in here. What you need in your life is a fresh testimony of what God can do in your life by you simply planting yourself in faith. I'm going to say to you, this is a spiritual science. The farmer will tell you, listen, you know, you know farmer, a farmer believes that he's going to have a harvest. You know why he believes he's going to have a harvest? Because he planted seeds. And he's got a process by which that seed is irrigated, that it has a water source. How many know you can plant a seed, but if you don't give it water, it don't grow? Anybody ever do any kind of little, you try to plant some tomatoes and your tomatoes kind of looked a little weird and you don't know what was going on? Well, maybe you had some bad soil. Or maybe the seed was bad. Or maybe you didn't water it enough. Do you know that God today, ladies, has produced you as a seed, as a precious seed. You are the precious seed. Ladies, I'm going to say it to you one more time. You are the precious seed. You are the beginning of the breakthrough that God is going to do if you'll take that precious seed in you and be planted in faith. God sent me to tell you, he's going to change your weeping and he's going to turn your weeping into gladness, into celebration, into, into something incredible. But we've got to be planted. Lady, mother, you are the precious seed. That now when you go back into your prayer closet, 
I want you to start thanking God. I want you to start saying, I'm coming out of this. I'm, I'm already out of it. Long before the, 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 the black clouds and the lightning strike, I want you to say, I'm coming out of this. God has this. God's going to do a miracle. God's going to do what only God can do. you got to plant yourself in faith and do it now. Do it now. Jesus says, you can only work while there's still light. For when night cometh, no man can work. Get your faith right now. Plant yourself. Be planted. Be planted. Ladies, plant yourself in faith. I dare you to plant yourself. I dare you to plant yourself. Say, you know what? I'm going to plant myself in faith. I've got a word from God that I'm the seed, and I'm going to plant myself. And I'm going to start talking like I have good soil. And I'm going to start declaring the works of God and the ability of the Almighty. I'm going to begin to speak that thing that I want to see manifest so that I might see God in the benefit of what I'm believing God to do. Oh, am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? You say, well, preacher, how do I know it's going to happen? Simple. There's water flowing in you. Now, if you ain't got no water, I, I ain't talking to you. But you said you believed on Jesus. Jesus said, if you believe on me, I'm going to put in you a river of living water that swells up out of your belly. I'm going to put the water source. The Bible says, God has given to every man, every woman, a measure of faith to believe that he is. And that is sufficient enough to produce the increase of God. The question, ladies, today is, will you Take your hand off of the matter. Die to the thing that you're weeping about to begin to declare victory in Jesus' name. Come on, ladies. Come on, ladies. Come on, mamas. What you've been crying about, what you've been weeping over, God said, I'm right there in those tears. And I'm ready to make a transaction with you. I'm ready to come to produce fruit in your life. Any lady want to see some fruit? Man, I want to see some fruit. Right? You won't see God, but you're going to see the benefit of God and the fruit of God manifested in your life. Somebody say hallelujah. God sent me to tell you, to tell you this. I'm in the midst of you. And in fact, he's already working. You just don't see him working. Because his ways aren't your ways and his thoughts aren't your thoughts. Will you say to yourself, God is already at work? He says, I'm in the midst of you. And this is what he says. I want you to be still. I want you to be still. I'm going to do it. Y'all ready? Ladies, you ready? Look, look at your neighbor and say, what else you want him to tell you? What else you got to tell you? That's all you need to know. My God's really good at producing fruit. He's really good at it. In fact, could I suggest he's better at it than you are? Okay, uh, ladies, this is what I want you to do. If you're a mama, forgive me for just this moment, this intrusion into your peacefulness. I want you to stand to your feet. If you're a mama, stand to your feet. The rest of y'all, y'all just stay sitting down. Don't be bothering your mama right now. Okay, ladies, I see you. Okay. I, I, I'm going to, my ushers, are y'all back there? My ushers, are they there? There they come. Okay. 
Y'all bring, yeah, bring that flower and bring that. I want to give you something. This is a token. I want you to remember this, right? You are the seed that's going to produce the blossom, the, the, the harvest. The harvest isn't up to you. The harvest is up to God. But listen, every farmer knows if he plants, he expects harvest. Ladies, I want you to hear this. Expect your harvest. Hand them them flowers. Hand them them flowers. Uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. You can give them a gift and a flower. Uh, I want you to expect your harvest. Anybody can say amen to that? Uh, ladies, can you get, get uh, mamas? Do I got an amen? You're going to expect your harvest. Husbands, beware because she's praying about you too. She's going to turn you upside down and flip you up on your head and shake all the coins out of your pocket, baby. Listen, uh, mamas, I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this. You are the good seed. You are a precious seed germinated with tears prepared unto a good work for God you are a precious seed mamas hear this listen you are the seed of God all we got to do is plant ourselves they're going to come around you see that rose they're given to you you're the harvest I'm, a, I'm speaking to you prophetically you're going to come to church and what's going to happen you're going to hear, hear prophetically I'm giving to you an expression of my message in both the rose and a token of the word of the Lord He's saying, be still, know that I'm God. He produces the harvest. Plant yourself. Look, I don't know, did somebody, I, 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 I don't know, maybe somebody here when, you know, maybe knows a lot about agriculture, but I don't know how many apples you get from one apple seed. I don't know how, how many would you think you get from one seed. I don't know, a couple thousand? But how many, how many apples does one apple seed have? Oh, Jacob said, no, I don't even know that, man. And you, 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 you got a finance degree. <laughs> I, I got a degree in business. I don't even know. Daniel, you know you're pretty good at math. Probably like eight apples out of one apple seed. Apple seed. If, if you plant an apple seed, how many apples you think you're going to get if that tree grows up? Daniel said eight apples. You're not helping the mothers today, son. How, how many? A few hundred of the first year. But there's a season. Listen, ladies, do you know that if you'll embrace what I'm teaching you today, you'll have breakthrough every day in your life? Woman, listen, listen, wipe your tears. Just wipe your tears. Say, you know, that part is over. I got a word today that God said he's going he's to produce a harvest. And you're going to see it. He just says, be still. Right? Be still. He said, look, I'm in the midst of you. I flow right through you. How many sense the Spirit of God flowing right through you? I sense them. Listen, I, I tell my wife, I said, baby, I didn't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. I said, I'm not going to say it tomorrow, but I think I'm going to say it. Quit asking God where he is. put the water inside of you so that you know he's right there you don't have to ask that question anymore it's juvenile it's it's childish to say where are you come on somebody don't get mad at me I'm just trying to teach you the truth listen you don't got to ask God where he is he's in the midst of you ladies come on say God's with me and if God be for me then tell me who can be against me he's right there with me right there with me Thank you, Cynthia. There's already a mom saying, I'm going to 
be clearing my harvest. You, you, you know what? Let's do this. I wasn't planning on doing this. And I, listen, I've got a very limited. Moms, if you want to come to the platform, if you want to come to the altar, come on down. Because there's been some women that have been weeping. Their seed has been germinated. They've got a good seed. Listen, women, you are a precious seed. Look, look at the ladies flood the altar. Come on. Guys, I want you to take a look at this, man. Just find your way. Look, look at all the ladies coming. Man, is this not a is this not a, a, the Spirit of God moving? Okay, uh, baby, I'm going to need your help. First lady, uh, elders, 